into the word of God today. Everybody say with me in the name of Jesus Christ. As I hear the word of God today, my spirit is nourished. I come to a deeper place in Christ Jesus. As I hear the word of God today, I receive wisdom, I receive insight, revelation for where I am, the questions in my heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the time I leave the service, I'll be totally transformed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord. All right, so we're, we're, we're still talking about vision. We are still talking about vision. We've been talking about vision since the beginning of the month, and we're talking about vision. Will you turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 13, verse 14, chapter 13, verse 14? We're still talking about vision. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. The Bible says this, And the Lord said unto Abraham, After Lot had separated from him, There are some things you will not hear when you have the wrong company. The Bible says, The Lord said to Abraham, After Lot had what? Separated from him. So, sometimes there needs to be separation for there to be clarity. He said, The Lord said to Abraham, After Lot had separated from him, what did he say lift up now their eyes it says don't look where you are he said lift up now their eyes and look from the place you are northward southward eastward and westward for all the land which you see to thee would i give it and to thy seed and this is the principle of vision because a lot of us pray a lot of us come to church but prayer is going to work with some fundamentals so the principle of vision is this it says all the land you see i will give to you the principle of vision is this as far as you can see god will give to you that's it as far as you can see god will give to you so the question today the question today is not what is happening is what are you seeing can you help me with, with, um, with that fan? We can get one of our facility persons to help with that. I mean, you need to leave it on. We just have to find a way to, you know, do that. Nicholas, help me find out if one of our facility men can help us handle that. I know someone has helped us. I'm not sure if it's permanent. Glory to God. So it says, as far as your eyes can see. That's what it's saying. As far as your eyes can see. As far as your eyes can see. A lot of people pray, but their prayers are limited because their vision is not big. So the question is this, what are you doing today? How far can you see? I know you run a, I run your own food business, but how far can you see? Why? He says, as far as you can see, God will give to you. He said, as far as you can see, God will give to you. He says, as far as you can see, God will give to you. So the question is this. This is the question today. Hey, whatever you're doing, how far can you see? Some of you, you know, and some of you work in the bank. Can you see yourself leading that bank? Some of you, you know, some of you, you work in, um, in an oil company. Can you see yourself doing the same thing? How far can you see? Or are you limiting your vision by where you are today? How far can you see? He said, as far as you can see, I will give to you. And the reason I'm saying so is that there is a narrative in our country that prevents people from seeing very far. 
People say it's the government. I understand what you're saying. But the personality, the, the responsibility of vision rests on you personally. How far can you see? I know you started this small company. How far can you see? The other day I was talking to this Nigerian um, designer. Um, uh, you know him. His name is David Wedge. You know, and the jet runs multi-billionaire business. I've known him for a long time when he was really no, no one knew. And the same thing, um, there's also this other person that makes clothes. His name is Ouch. You know, I've known Ouch when he didn't have a car. You know, and we're just having a conversation. And David Wedge used to sell clothes from the boot of his car. He said, but when I was selling clothes from the boot of my car, I was seeing my store in London. I was seeing my store in Paris. I was seeing, he said, the things I was seeing are happening today. You know, um, Uche that runs out. I, I mean, Uche, Uche would, would come to me because those days when he started, he used to go to Dubai to buy the clothes. He couldn't even make them. He would go back to buy the clothes. And he would just come and say, Pastor, will you just give me some money? And, you know, he'll give me some money if I want to buy clothes for myself. Then he can shop for me. Or he will use the money, buy the clothes, then just return it back, you know, as something to help. And he would just come to my house. And he didn't even have a car. It was his, I think it was his brother's wife's car. He used to put the clothes in and distribute. But he saw, now he has outlets all over the country today. But as far as he saw, listen to me, Rome was not built in the day. The fact that you're small doesn't mean you remain small. You can dream of the future. And vision is something that nobody can take from you. Glory to God. Why is vision important? No man arrives at a future he cannot see. Oh my God. I think they hurt me over here. No man arrives at a future he cannot see. No man arrives at a future he can't see. The first thing is that you have to see it. No man arrives at a future he can't see. You have to see. He told Abraham, he says, as far as your eyes can see, maybe you are in a business where you are loaning people money. See a lending company. See a bank. The other day, I heard that one of the popular um, transportation companies that load people from Lagos to the east and to the north, one of those companies, is trying to apply for a ba- for an airline license. I said, what? One of this company is trying to apply for I said, my God. So all the time when the guy was doing small car, would take us from Lagos to Benin, doing bus from Lagos to Benin, what he had in mind was airline. But he knew I don't start with airline. I start from where I am right now. My brother, it's time to start from somewhere. Stop using government as an excuse. Stop using people and background. It's time to start. It's time to dream. He says, as far as your eyes can see. I love what my pastors say. It's a true more than what you can digest so that God will help you through some. No one arrives at a future you can't see. And the beautiful thing about vision is this. Vision disciplines you. My God! Vision will turn a spender into an investor. Vision will talk a carefree person in some that is meticulous because there's a way that vision someone says, I'm not motivated. Listen to me. If you have vision, you have motivation. The reason why you don't feel the need to pray is that you don't have something to pray about. So vision, vision motivates. Vision makes you live your life intentionally. This is why I would say it. Living your life to chances makes you have no chance in life. 
that have no vision live their life to chances. And if you live your life to chances, you'll never have a chance in life. I'm going to say it two more times. If you live your life to chances, you'll never have chance in life. If you live your life to chances, you will never have chance in life. The people that have chance in life don't live their life to chances. And I'm saying so because this is a balance. I know we are praying. I know we are fasting. But we need vision. How far do you want to go? What does your prayer want to achieve? What is a picture of the future? You know, last Sunday I asked people to write their five-year vision plan. Should I shock you? If I ask those that wrote theirs and brought it to church today, I'm not sure if I can get 10%. Should we try? Let's try. If you wrote your five-year plan and you bought it today, stand on your feet. I said so. And the thing is this, we will keep saying, God is not faithful. God is not saying prayer. When they go and see Yalago and Magic Doctor, it happened very fast. People that go and see which doctor, the way they are diligent to the instruction of the wizard. You can have your seat. See, if we can have diligence to follow God, the way they follow God, we will see results. I mean, sometimes you come my pastor, I hear a lot of things. That there's a man that was, you know, there's a man that told me he wanted deliverance. And what? He had got into this fetish money movement and he had to sleep with a girl on Thursday night every night. He had to sleep with different girls every night. He's been doing it for 10 years. And he says, I'm just tired. He says, it's not even about sex. He said, Pastor, just imagine 10 years of sleeping with different people. He said, I said, what about if you don't? He said, I dare not. But Christian, and Christian said, hey, God, God, God is slow. But the, the way they are so diligent, if you can be that diligent, you will see different results. Glory to God. Paul said something about vision. Paul said, I press towards the mark of the high calling. Yes or no? What does that mean? Where there is no price, they can't be pressing. When Paul said, I press, Paul said, I press towards the mark of the high calling, towards the price and the mark of the high calling. What does that mean? Where there is no price, there's no vision, they can't be pressing. You don't lack motivation, you have not just found something pricey enough to fight for. Nobody lacks motivation. You have not just found something pricey enough to fight for. When people are depressed, it's because they've not found something to fight for. And the reason I'm saying so is that, you know, their narratives, you know, l- let me just backtrack. I'm talking about this next Sunday in the first service. Everybody has one story he tells himself that keeps him stuck, but keeps him happy. Oh, yeah. Everybody has one story you tell yourself that keeps you stuck, but keeps you happy. So you think like, you know, what, what will you do? Nobody helps you in Nigeria. It's- it keeps you happy. Like, it makes you feel like, it makes you feel responsible. Like, I'm not the fault cause of my problem. But it also keeps you stuck. Jesus looked at the man, but the, Jesus looked at the man that was carrying, that, that was on the bed for 38 years. He says, do you want to be healed? And the man says, I have no man. He says, before I step into water, someone steps in there. And Jesus Christ said, good story. That's why you're stuck. Question, have, have you written the story out that keeps you stuck, but keeps you happy? Everybody has a story. I, I have nobody to give me capital. I, I don't know anybody. You know, the, the person I know is dead. You know, stories. 
If not, I lost 30 million two years ago. You, you know that story, right? That, that means I'm not that bad. I'm not dull. If not, I lost 30 million two years ago. The problem is that I studied Metamath. What do you do with Metamath in Nigeria? You, there's a story everybody has. If not, I was divorced. It, it's, it's a fact that when I, I was not serious, everybody has a story that keeps them stuck and keeps them happy. If you want to change your life, you need to change your story. know what the story is it was because i got pregnant at 19 so it's not my fault like it's not my fault you know, i'm a girl like i don't want I, see someone say i'm a girl i don't want to sleep with men to make to make it it's just a story you tell yourself and, and in one area the story shortens your ego in another area the story keeps you stuck and if your life is going to change today you're going to change your story and some people will say, you know, if, if not for the 20 million I lost two years ago, how many people have lost 20 million, recovered it, and moved forward? It, 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 it's, my, it's my ex-husband that is disturbing my life. I've hurt you. So, 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 someone says the banks, they will never loan me money. I've hurt you. you. You know, I also cancer for people that live in the US and the UK, all developed countries. And when they tell me their stories, I'm like, <laughs> I say, come and live in Africa. <laughs> Someone says, imagine, Pastor, how can we build a house? Lending, um, I think it's in South Africa or, or one other country, they say, house um, interest rate is 7%, all time high, 7%. I said, and you have not bought 25 houses? Nigeria will get interest rate of 7%. People will be buying cities. <laughs> but that person, the story is this. Question, what is the story? My boss doesn't like me. There's a story you tell yourself. And Jesus looked at this man by the pool of Bethesda. And when he looked at the man by the pool of Bethesda, he said, he says, do you want to be well? And his story was simple. I have no man to put me in the water. When another person is coming, when I'm going there, another person steps ahead of me. That's why I'm here for 30 and 8 years. And Jesus Christ said, my goodness, I have no man to, do, to carry me. Just get, is that your story? And just guys change his story. What did just guys say? Just guys said, "You have been depending on people for a long time." Just guys looked at him and said, "Rise up, get up in your mind, take up your bed. What has been carrying you mentally? Carry it." You know, wife, somebody stuck my office. My uncle refused to help me. My aunt refused to help me. You have all these great stories. glory to god when there's no price there's no press and the reason i'm teaching this is that i know that our situation could be very depressing as a people but your life can be different so i'm not looking down on the barriers that you face in the business world i'm not looking down the fact that unemployment is very high i'm only saying that vision can change everything glory to god i said glory to god I said glory to God. So this morning as we continue on talking about how to work out your vision. So why is it important to work out your vision? Because nothing works until you work it. Oh yeah. Nothing works until you work it. I have a, politi- I have a vision to become a politician. My brother get into a party. Nothing works until you work it. 
So, I have a vision. So, the principle of vision is this. As far as your eyes can see, God will give to me. But question, okay, I have a vision. What do I do from here? First of all, you have to build your vision to where you don't lose it. So, the question is this. This is a question. And remember, I'm teaching you Bible-based perspective on vision. So, why do people have vision and their vision dies? Why do people have this great vision and the vision dies? Let's look at the Bible. <laughs> let, let me Because there's something you have to add to your vision. You need, see, there's a principle in the Bible. The Bible says faith works by love. In the kingdom of God, what powers everything is a love motive. So when you have a vision, why does vision die? Let's look at the Bible. James, a book of James. James chapter 4. James chapter 4 verse 3. Why do people have vision? Then some years after their vision have died. And all of you that have vision here, there was something you thought about your company. There was something you thought about your life. Where is your vision today? And all of you that didn't write your vision, you have till next Sunday. We're going to write your five-year vision. We're going to come together next Sunday and pray on it. Because that vision must speak. Someone say amen. Amen. That vision must. Someone say amen. Amen. All right. James chapter 4 verse 3. See what the Bible says. And you ask and do what? receive not because you ask what amiss or wrongly so it goes further to say why you ask wrongly he said you ask wrongly that you may what you may consume it upon your loss everyone look up here i want to say something quickly here this is why people get stuck at the middle class and this is the it took god to open my eyes to see this this is i want to show you when people are very poor from the depth of their heart, there's a strong decision to jump out of poverty. And because from the inside, they start whole decision that happens. But as they begin to succeed, when they get to the middle class, if they want to leave the middle class and begin to jump into very serious wealth, you know what happens? There will be an internal conflict. Something will tell them in their mind, why do you want this money? How many of you know? So, somebody say, ah, what's wrong with you? Other people are praying for 100,000 now. You are praying for 100 billion. And the moment from the inside, you are conflicted, your goal can never happen. This is why the middle class are stuck. Because, because in their mind, the suitable place is that middle ground. That middle ground. You know what I've noticed? This is what I've noticed. The people that beat that system, this is what they do. I've seen it from people that are not even born again. Nigerian politicians. When you see most of the richest Nigerian politicians are still rich, most of them, people think that they are mass money for themselves. But most of them are mass money to keep political control. There's an agenda they have. So it's not really about them. The money follows their agenda. Let me give you this example. So I want this 100 billion. It's difficult to ask for. Because in my mind, what do, do you want 100 billion? So a man like Enomox will come and say, I don't want 100 billion naira. I need 200 billion dollars. Why? Because when the earth self-destructs, I want to create a place for human beings to live in mass. He gives his purpose for money, a superior purpose. So the guilt of selfishness that is meant to have, he kills it. Because there is what a superior purpose. Someone like Bill Gates says, I need 100 billion naira to wipe out malaria in Africa. So when he says, I want a hundred billion, there's that 
guilt that will hold him back. That so much is gone. You know why? Because it's a superior purpose. Why? Faith walks by love. Faith walks by love. Faith walks by love. Faith walks by love. But you, when you say you need just 100 million, why do you want it? I want to buy a Range Rover. I want to buy this. And the thing is not strong enough. It's not as if it doesn't happen sometimes, but it's not strong enough. Let me show you the difference. And these are this principle work. This is a very powerful thing. These are this principle work. So the Bible says this. It says you ask and receive not because you ask to consume meat upon your loss. Let me give you how this works. Did you notice something about Elizabeth? I'm sorry, Hannah. Every year, Anna will go to Shiloh. She will say, Father, give me a child. Give me a child. Look at my step, my step, my stepwife. She has a child. She was asking for a child for herself. She prayed for years. Nothing happened. The year she got pregnant, what did she pray? She prayed differently. He said, Lord, forget about me. This vision is not about me. Samuel is a prophet. He's growing old. His children are not living in his way. Sorry, Eli the prophet is growing old. He's children are living in his way. You will need someone to be a prophet for you. Me, I just want to be a channel. Let me carry the child. You have your prophet. As soon as her intention changed, she got pregnant that year. Are you hearing me? The reason why is that for your vision to be very strong, it must benefit other people. That's what makes your vision strong. That's why people vision are very, you know, are very t- they don't carry weight because nothing is not powered by real intentions. Let me give an example. A lady wants to get married. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, look at what you have done. Anna is married. Shinene is married. Lerato is married. Bimbo is married. Femi is married. And the only one that is not married. God, is it that you keep on looking at me? I'm tired. I'm horny. I'm everything. Why, Lord, I'm killing myself. I want to be married. That's the way she's praying. Another person says, Father, when you made me, you made me as someone that has wisdom. You, tra- you train me to be able to bring peace into the situation. This is my prayer. Haven't given me this gift that can stabilize things, bring peace and support. Give me a man that is going somewhere that will need my support, that will need my peace, so that as he's going somewhere, I can support him. Did you notice the difference in prayer? One person's prayer was fully dependent on himself, the other person's prayer was something. Even you there, listen, you are saying, Yes, 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 yes. How much more heaven will respond? Glory to God. Father, I need 100 million. Someone says, Father, look at the amount of poverty in Africa. I want to be the person that can provide employment for 10,000 people. You know, and as you begin, see, this is asking, supported by love. You say, Father, every time I'll be walking to church, I'll be walking to church. Are, are you not even ashamed that they're asking where my car is? And that person says, Father, I want to take my friends to church. It would be honorable to take them in my car. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that's why I'm asking you, give me a car. How do you pray? Is your prayer, no, Lord, look at me. Lord, look at me. It says, you ask and receive not because you ask and miss. One of the things I want to challenge you to do is this. If you want your vision to be manifested, 
write down five to seven people that will benefit for your vision as you write your vision down write down five to seven people that will benefit and say when this begins to do well this and this will happen what you are practicing the principle that faith worked by love that let me tell you something the reason why you not give them that vision is this you will know that if this vision does not happen i don't only suffer there are people attached to this vision that will also suffer and for their sake you will keep going far it will do something to you personally are you here somebody James chapter 4, let's read it again. The Bible says that you ask and receive not because what? You ask and miss. What does asking and miss mean? You ask that you may consume upon your loss. A, 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 a guy comes to meet me. Ah, pastor, if, if he wants to pray, Father, just give me a lovely girl, sir. Father, I love. What's a lovely girl? In your, we, we all know what he's saying. Is that not true? But you can pray as a man. Father, there are ladies that have potentials. And looking for a man that can nurture them. Lord, you've trained me as an husband man. Lead me to a lady that has potential. Let me nurture her. When you start praying like that, angels know who you are talking about. You don't find rubbish because you are prayed. You don't find rubbish because you are prayed for someone with nurturing. Angel begins to connect you. Are you, talk, are you hearing me? Not that you will see someone with Kurukele, Kurukele, like this. No, 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 no. This is not Kurukele, like this is this is reality. What did Joseph say? Joseph did not understand. He was saying that yes, all of you will bow down to me, bow down to me, bow down to me. When the when the thing happened, Joseph said, "Guys, forget me killing you." He said, "God sent me ahead of you to preserve because of the family." He discovered that the purpose of his vision was to preserve his brethren. When he was young, all he saw was that they were bowing down. They were bowing down. They were bowing down. As he grew older, he understood that the purpose of this vision is what to preserve people. The reason why this is important is this. If you don't have vision that benefits human beings, you are going to have leaders like Hitler becoming rulers of the day. Somebody say hallelujah. Ladies, you must pray. Lord, Raise me as one of the most successful entrepreneurs in Africa. I will stand on this stage and say, I'm worth $50 million today. I didn't get any favor for sex. So that all those girls can open up. So that all these girls on Instagram will silence them once and for all. We silence them. Not that we, we don't know your job. We don't know your store. All your store, everything size five million, but you're living on hundred million dollar bill annually. You now say small get big God. We know who the big God is. If that God is not El Shaddai. We know that your own God is El Shaddai. <laughs> there are two kinds of God. There's El Jehovah El Shaddai. There's man El Shaddai. You now say because you don't want to disclose who the person is. That's what I'm saying. You, you need girls that will say no, 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 no. Listen to me. If you can prove it, I'm here. I will give you ten million dollar. That a man ever stepped with me to get a favor, and that way God sees you are not doing this for yourself. This is vision. You are doing it for something. Are you here, somebody? Yes, no matter how good today is, tomorrow will be better. Yes, this is what I always tell myself because some of you look at today and be like, ah, can there be bigger people tomorrow? When I was young, the way MK was rich, we thought that was the future of Africa. But what about today? People have gone ahead. When I was young, 
my parents bank with a bank called ACB, Africa Continental Bank. My school fees was paid into cooperative bank in Federal Government College. Then there was another bank that that time. Um, hey, mm, it used to be in the north mostly. It still exists in outside Africa, outside Nigeria, though. You know, and all those banks were there. What? No. What? PHB that just existed. <laughs> intercontinental those are banks that came up in the 90s it, it has, it's not savannah but bank of the north but it's very close it has savannah bank of the north it's still existing it's, i saw it somewhere in an instagram country recently you know societe generate bank societe generate bank you don't even know what that is that shows how young you are when you see me, just say, Daddy, good afternoon. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There, there were those kind of banks. But every time I see the new banks, and I see how far they've gone, I remind myself, the best of God is not in the past, it's in the future. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Somebody say, Hallelujah. So, when you write your vision, the way to make your vision not die, to make your vision very strong and powerful, is to begin to write people that will benefit. So, begin to say something like, by the time I, by the time I make my first $1 million, I will have been able to do this and this and this and this. The people that will benefit from that vision. So, don't just write that your vision, write that benefit from it. And the last thing I want to say is this. And this is the last thing. Someone says, okay, I have a vision. I have a vision. So, what do I do next? Someone says, I'm looking for opportunities. I want to show you in the Bible how opportunities are created. Uh, it, this is a very spiritual concept, so it's not something you have to follow me spiritually. You know, let's turn our Bibles to the book of Proverbs, chapter 16. Proverbs chapter 16. Oh, glory to God. So I have a vision. I want to start a billionaire company. I have this dream. What do I do next? The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 9. See what the Bible says. He says, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. He says, A man's heart does what? Devices his ways. Watch this now. So, when it says, The map is a Google. He says, Your heart is like a Google map. Once you are able to put inside where you are going to, it said, Your human spirit will create the ways for it to happen. But your own job is to put inside your spirit where you are going to. That's what I want to teach you today. How you can put inside your spirit where you are going and it will create pathways. How you can put inside your spirit where you are going it create pathways. See what the Bible says. It says the heart man is device set his ways. So once you can put into your heart. Many people say I have a vision. I want to become this. I want to do that. I don't know what to do. What you can put the vision in your heart. Your heart is going to devise the ways. So it's either the vision is not in your heart yet, but it's in your head, or you do not recognize how your ways have been devised by the Spirit. So someone says, I'm trying to do this expansion. I'm trying to move to Morovia. I'm trying to hit the first hundred million. I'm trying to do this in dollars. He says, I'm trying to go for a particular office. How will I do it? The Bible says the way you will do that your spirit will devise your way i'm trying to get married i'm trying to get a promotion i'm looking for another source of income it says a heart man would devise his way so there is something within us that god has put inside it to create our patterns let me show you how that works look at genesis chapter 6 verse 5 
I just have one or two scriptures to close. The Bible says, Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. And when God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of his thought was only evil continually. Notice something. The Bible says God saw the wickedness. Where did the wickedness come from? It was a result of what the continual imagination. So, because his imagination, because his goal was wickedness, is mad device ways for it to happen. It can happen both in the positive, it can happen both in the negative. So, just imagine God saw wickedness, but it was from the heart he started from. This concept is not just a Bible concept, it's a science concept. In science, they call it neuroscience. Where as you think of something, you begin to create pathways. Now, the final scripture, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 15. And this is what we're going to break b- close today. Because the question is this. I want to do this business. I want to do that. How do I start from here? I have this vision. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 15. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. Please remember next week, Sunday will be really powerful. I want everyone to come back with their five-year plan. Hebrews 11 verse 15 not 16 verse 15 glory to God now let's read this are you ready question is this if I want to do something where do I start from and I say that the first thing you do is to put it in your heart how do you put it in your heart I will share within a few minutes and when you put it in your heart your heart to create pathways and opportunity for it to happen let's read are you ready let's read let's read together I want to go and truly if they had been take note of the word mindful if they had been mindful of the country from whence they came out what will happen they might have had what opportunity to what return back this is the principle mindfulness creates opportunities did you get it a mindfulness creates opportunities so if you want to know what next to do to bet opportunity for yourself in your political career you want to know what next to do the moment you become mindful of your vision your heart will begin to create opportunities listen to me everybody the problem is that most of us instead of us to be mindful of our vision we are mindful of our limitations and guess what the opportunity to be limited are created let me give an example the bible says this that Herod took his brother's wife, Herodias. And Herodias, was, because, um, because, um, because John was speaking against them, he was looking for an opportunity to silence John. Do you know something? So the woman that was married was looking for an opportunity to silence John. Because John was preaching that, you should not take your, your brother's wife. With no connection, no. This is how this opportunity happens. One day, the daughter was driving, was dancing. As the daughter was dancing, the king was so pleased. The king was not thinking of what he was doing. He said, what do you want? Up to half of my kingdom. I thought the woman would ask for half of the kingdom. The woman did not ask for that. Why would she ask for that? That was not what she was mindful of. There were other things she could have asked for. She did not ask for money. There were other things she could have asked for. She didn't ask for that. What did she ask for? She asked for the head of John the Baptist. Why? Because that was what she was mindful of. The mindfulness created the opportunity. Let me tell you something there. Eh? All of you that are saying, I'm looking for opportunity. You can find it. The way to find it is be mindful. When you're mindful, you will see problem, you see opportunity. 
why others see problem is opportunity the reason why is that you're mindful that was why when david saw goliath his brother ran from goliath his family ran from goliath when david saw goliath what did he say he said what shall be done to him that kills this man because what he saw was opportunity but why did he say opportunity because he was the only one that's been anointed king so he was mindful that as a king i must be announced so when he now sought the opportunity for national announcement he didn't miss it why because he was mindful why are you not seeing opportunity because you are mindful of your problems you are mindful of your limitations you are not mindful of your vision you are not mindful of your goals you are not mindful of your dream if they had been mindful of where they came from they would have had the opportunity to return back again Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, this is a very powerful principle. Let me get the mirror in my office. Or the mirror here. This is what happens to people. Instead of you to be mindful of what you want, people become mindful of their limitations. And the opportunity is there. Come, sir. This is what the devil does. When the devil wants to destroy you, he puts a mirror in front of you. Come, come over here. I want to come over here. Come over here. When the devil wants to destroy people, he puts a mirror in front of them. Lift up the mirror a little. You know why? Once you look into the mirror, you see your past. You see yourself the way you are. What the devil does is that he begins to talk to you. So he puts your past. That's why I tell you, if you think of your past a lot, you go back to the past. So, how many of you, your biggest thought is your problem? Is the way you are? Is how things are not? That's your biggest thought. It's your problem. It's the way you are. Oh, I'm single. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. Why does devil put this in front of you? Because if I remove this, I will see my future. So it goes ahead of me and puts something that begins to take me backward. So instead of me to go forward, I'm stuck with what I see, trying to fix what I see. Can I talk to you today? Can I talk to you today? There are many people that have lost money here and you have become stuck since you lost money. He said, ah, it was that money I lost five years ago. That's it. Should I shock you? When you lost money, other people lost that same money. They've recorded and gone forward. The reason why was this. When the devil put that money before them, they just ignored it and went past it. There are people you will talk to and they will tell you that it was when my girlfriend broke up with me that my life turned over. When my boyfriend broke up with me, my life turned over. Why? It's not the breakup. It's what you put in front of you. Instead of you to see beyond it, you put breakup and every time breakup, break. You were so crying about the breakup, you lost your job because of inefficiency. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Thank you, sir. All of you that say, I'm looking for opportunity. I'm telling you how to find opportunity. If you're mindful. You know what mindfulness does? This one, because in every problem or crisis is an opportunity. How do I know that? <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, um, recently a publication by the UK um, Times. One of the newspaper companies in the UK. And they said a lot of Nigerian British are returning home. A lot of them in the tech space. How many of you saw it? Wave your hands if you did. Wave, wave if you did. Do you see? I'm telling you, there was a newspaper documentary and say that a lot of Nigerian 
British Tech are returning home. We are traveling out. They are returning. Why? It's not what you see. It's how you see, sir. So, they look into Nigeria. They see the virgin opportunity for expansion in the tech space. We look into Nigeria. And like the woman that has the vessel and did not know she had oil. He said, what do you have in your house? He said, I have nothing. And Elijah said, oh, do you say you have nothing? But as a prophet, I can tell you have something. What do you have in your house? So, when you enter planes, you see Nigerians shipping out in mass. You see other nationals shipping in a mass because they see the opportunities. What am I telling you? It's what you see, sir. It's what you see, sir. And what you see is because what you see is not what it is. What you see is what you're mindful of. What you see is what, what you're mindful of. So I'll say, you know, I, I tell people, say, Pastor, I, I do this, I have no business. I have no people to, um, to buy from me. Simple question Have you joined this cell? No. Don't you know joining the cell you find customers? But because you are so mindful of the scarcity, what you even need to do to even you don't even know. When you see people that are looking for a husband or wife, they are, just look at them, you're like, ah, with all of all, where where is the scarcity? Is it abundance? Single men in abundance. At least I know not less than 50 single men that can marry tomorrow because they're financially responsible. And they're looking for wives. And the ladies also are looking for the men. Why can't they find themselves? You, even if it's next door, you don't find it. It is what you are mindful of that you find. There are people that live on this street that never entered this church before. Is it not true? Because they're not mindful. They don't know there's a church here. They just, they just say, oh, I see cars, I see cars. I thought it was a club. Because they're not mindful. The moment you become mindful, you will see the opportunity. The question to you today is this. What are you mindful of? Your limitation or your vision? Because what you're mindful of will determine the opportunity you see. Let's pray. Stand on your feet, everyone. Were you blessed this morning? Anoint my eyes to see, Lord. Anoint my eyes to see, Lord. As the, we enter the last quarter, as the enter the last quarter, don't let this year end like last year. Anoint my eyes to see, Lord. Help me to be mindful. Shalamanam Ratni Kebranda Kapata. Lemma Kapale Komene Eteles. Skelenum Ringi Diki Ponga Notata. Anoint my eyes to see, Lord. Let me hear you pray. 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 Rama Coprondo Semende Kemambo. Ramama kumbe na nene kepala samanta yele krodi ko para di itelegome na sutane shebridi digi di komane sabala kumbalande kora mama 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 atata kanene brige de kumbe shambala bara ina mankosa ekstika ne brade kaiso ito ne kaisombe keno ekstile maka sile montokona sabela la tondele sipronde ka Pata shalega baratiente silego simande kapa shambaneka histoma nanta imbagada nante silena kumbana sobode silata abara neko pata na shadaye yebrado kopata silemangala manta manta this vision will speak barumbuke shunema manante in Jesus name we pray.
I feel led to pray for certain people that the success of your job is linked to some other persons. This is my prayer for you. You will not lose favor before those that are relevant to your progress. In the name of Jesus, everyone that is carrying vision begin to find pathway for achievement. Receive the gift of men that will assist you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shout I receive it. Thank you Father. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Please next week. Take the instruction in seriously. Write your five-year vision. Bring it to church. Anybody want to help, invite them to join you. My five-year vision. As we pray upon it, grace will rest upon it. In Jesus' mighty name. And remind all your group members. Hallelujah. God bless you. you can have your sets. Hallelujah. We're going to receive our titan offering this morning. And it's a very simple thing. Why do we give? Our giving is one, an expression of thanksgiving towards God. Our giving is an expression of faith. It takes a lot of faith to give 10% to God. Because when you give 10% to God, this is what you're telling God. Lord, with your help, I will do more with 90 than, your, than the 100 without your help. What is Titan? Titan is, with your help, I will do more with 90 than what with 100 without your help. So if you've not been, been tightened, that's the wrong thing. We're a generous church. We're tightened people. And it's time for you to start doing that. Glory to God. Why do we give offering? It's just our way to worship and honor the Lord. So we just don't give something. We give something that is valuable to us. All right, let's go ahead and pray. If you want to tighten, will you stand on your feet as our culture is? If you want to give your offering, raise up your offering. Even if you're going to tighten at home, maybe you're going to transform and get home, it's okay. Or you did it yesterday, stand on your feet. If it's going to be your offering, you have to raise up your offering. So all of you tighten, stand on your feet, please. If you want to give, you can give by transferring to the account on the screen. There are envelopes on your seats you can use. Or you can take your ATM card and go to the PS7 at the back. So if you're tightening, will you stand on your feet even if you're doing at home? And it's, you know, we're a generous church and we just always love to do that. Just stand anywhere you are and let's go ahead and let's go ahead and pray. Are we ready to pray? If you're standing, just go ahead and stand and join them. Even if you're doing at home, it's okay. You know, you don't do it right now, it's okay. Just go ahead and join them and let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for the opportunity to bring our tithes and our offerings before you. Well, thank you because how you are building us by your power. We give you praise and glory. I'm asking as we give our titan offerings today, let the blessing of generosity be of all the givers. In Jesus' mighty name. Let it be open door testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't pass baskets because of COVID. Um, so we use a central, central basket.